name is Matt. And I'm Mac. And this is Sip, Sip of, of Success. Success. Today we're talking about, so like, professional branding. And obviously mm. you're applying to med school, so it's not just a business thing, but how mm. you can make yourself stand out from other applicants from in med school, internships, jobs, anything like that. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think we'll have some some good tips for you guys, maybe something a little more unconventional. Um, but first, what are we sipping on today, Matt? I was sipping on a cold brew coffee that I made at home, mm-hmm. but we finished it already. Well, he finished <laughs> it. I didn't get to try any, but it's yeah. fine. I'm, I'm not bitter. Finish it before I got here. I'm sipping on some uh, Chick-fil-A sweet tea because it's uh, dinner time on a Monday afternoon, so yeah. why not, right? Why not? But I'm also getting over a cold, so sorry if I sound kind of muffled. It's okay. But we can what, forgive yeah. you. What did you do this past week? How was your week, Mac? Uh, I just studied. <laughs> studying yeah. and working. That's about all Mac does these yeah. days, y'all. But I know last time was, uh, I think we recorded, it was your birthday. Oh, yes. Yes, I turned so 21. Mac is 21. Um, Matt was there. We had a fun time. Um, very fun time. Um, it's nice to be an adult and be able to go and, you know, buy a beer. I'm a, good, I'm a big craft beer girl, so that's been pretty pretty convenient. Um, but it's good. It's good. How's your past week? Yeah, been? good. I did. Um, well, you know. Oh wow! Tell yeah. the tell the view, yeah. the listeners, Matt. I did EY's case competition, which sucked any free time I had out of my life for two weeks, but I won, so it was all worth it. Mm-hmm. But it was a blast. Yeah. Oh yeah. I had a blast with it. Wow. So. Business people, you guys are so. Well, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Not even business. Well, it's fine. <laughs> Just yeah. the fish makes it even that more impressive, you know. <laughs> But to our topic today, which I guess is fitting too, we're going to talk about one first thing that I want to talk about. Everyone thinks when you think professional branding is LinkedIn account. Ugh. Do you have a LinkedIn account, Mac? I do not have a LinkedIn account. <laughs> Matt has already like yelled at me for it. Um, I guess that's something I should probably make, but it's not really something people need or use for med school. Yeah, um, but I think it's something that anyone should have. Oh, if okay, anyone's, well. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I think it's definitely something that can make can you can connect with other professionals in really at least any field. I don't know much about the med field. So how does it? How does LinkedIn work? Do you like make it's friends? It's essentially like Facebook slash Twitter for your professional brand, like for your professional self. Interesting. Yeah. So it's I am on it all the time. But really, you're just like stalking people and seeing what they're doing. Well, just it's like Facebook, so there are people post all the time. Is it? <laughs> yeah, people sure? post all the time. So you go on and read articles. You know, people post. Like if someone moves a job, they do that. But I think one thing with LinkedIn is, you can really for any field you can have it. People all across, you know, any company has it. Mm-hmm. Business. All things like that, but. You put your resume on it. You have everything that you've done on there. So, like, for you, you have your job. You have, like, your volunteer experience. So you would put that on there as a med student. So it's not just, like, for people trying to go work and be an accountant or something like that. But mm. really anything on there. And it's something that can really make you stand out because you can obviously you can put anything on it. So I have my resume on there, but it's kind of like an extension of your resume. Because mm. you have a resume? Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, it's, so, it's yeah. CV is... Mm-hmm. What is more commonly used, like, yeah, for men? Yeah, Vitae, yeah. yeah. So, LinkedIn is kind of like an extension of your resume or CV. Mm-hmm. It's just in an online platform. That's essentially what it is. And then mm-hmm. you're adding that social network on there to it with the networking. So, building yourself up, like, in your brand. Mm-hmm. But I think that is something that really stands out and has made people's personal brand a lot more common nowadays than what it was before, you know. 
something like LinkedIn was out there. Hmm. But I'm you intrigued. Can, yeah, definitely make one. I think you should make one. Oh, I think Matt's yeah. offering to help me make one this yeah, weekend. What do you guys one. think? Yeah. <laughs> but beyond that, there's a lot of other things that you can do to build, like, your personal brand. Mm -hmm. So one thing is that's really interesting. I'm not a big Twitter person. Oh, but I I've love heard a Twitter. lot about how people can use it for their personal brand, either, like, personal, actual personal brand or professional brand as well. Mm. So, like, connecting with, like, people in their industry that are trying to work for it. And it really depends on what industry you're trying to go into with Twitter. But a lot of people use it for, like, professionals use it to connect with people. And you see, too, all the time, if you're un upset with a brand or something, a lot of times people go on there and that's tweet true. stuff. Oh, or, yeah. like, Wendy's? Like, how Wendy's is very... Mm -hmm. Like, that's their brand now is, like, roasting yeah. people? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so see, that makes that's sense. that's an example yeah. of it. Yeah, so it, it's not just LinkedIn. Twitter's a new place. I'm not on Twitter again. I love thing. Twitter. But love some people that. are on there. But you can definitely... And I that's a place that a lot of job recruiters look at is Twitter. People think, oh, they look at your Instagram, they look at your Facebook. Mm -hmm. But Twitter's one of the biggest ones that they're looking at. Because it's kind of a place that, like, a lot of professionals are on. Companies are on there. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, too, I think one really cool thing about Twitter is... Wendy's, or not Wendy's, but Popeye's, you know, with their chicken sandwich. Like, they had one tweet. I, in one of my PR classes, we learned about how huh. the person in charge of, like, whoever did the Popeye's thing with the chicken sandwich on there made it blow up because they kind of went, like, that viral status on uh, Twitter. But it's somewhere you can go on there and connect. And you can also create, like, a Twitter feed. So mm -hmm. basically including hashtags or companies that were, like, thought influencers. Yeah. Like people like to say of people that you, like, are interested in or an industry that you're in interested in. Because Twitter's where a lot of stuff happens. I mean, that's their big thing. It's, like, it's like what's happening is on Twitter. Mm. And Twitter always gets the news first before anyone else. That's true. So it's a place that you can really keep up with any field that you're interested in. I'm sure there's a lot of med stuff. On oh, it, yeah, there's sure. there's some interesting... Even now, I think, um, specifically related, related to this, a lot of Instagram... Mm. has become maybe not so much Twitter that I found with the med stuff, but a lot of Instagram. Like there's a, a medical account that I'll that I follow that shows like pictures. So yeah. it, for example, the last one they had was um a picture of you know when you put your leg up on um your like car dashboard, it showed a picture of someone that had to have an operation because of the way that it disjointed their um their I don't the insertion into their hip. I don't know yeah. what that's called. But it's mm -hmm. it's definitely sort of led... Instagram, I feel like, is more useful for medical because you can include more yeah. pictures and there's a lot more interaction. But there has been some there's of that There's stuff for sure. everything, yeah. And I know yeah. we've talked about, like, medical... Influencers. Or influencers. Yeah. Don't get me started, y'all. But there's really influencers for everything. And they're on oh, Twitter absolutely. and Instagram. But Twitter's just an interesting place because there is... It's a lot more professional, I feel like, than other yeah. platforms. Like, Facebook... You're not really. That's more no. personal. And whereas Twitter's a lot more public. Mm -hmm. But I think it's really cool, too. Like, I'm a journalism PR major, so AP style is, like, how we write. And AP, the AP, AP style, Associated Press. Mm -hmm. Kind of like MLA, but for journalism. Like, any news story oh. writes in AP style. Interesting. But AP has their own um, Twitter account. And so if you ever have a question about AP style stuff, you'll see a lot, depending on who your teacher is, a lot of teachers in the J school that teach, like, the writing courses make you use the Twitter account and you just control F and find what you're looking for. Oh, that's on, cool. Yeah. yeah. That's so useful. Yeah. So there's a Twitter for everything out there mm -hmm. from obviously there's your meme stuff and your funny stuff, but there's a lot of professional stuff on there as well. And I know people have like their personal Twitters and then I know people that are like in that communication style field, obviously being in the journalism school, like 
Twitter is like a huge place for professional, mm-hmm. your professional and personal brand. But I know people that'll have a personal Twitter account that's more just like for their friends and like me, <laughs> you know, reposting stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they'll have like a professional Twitter where they're following thought influencers and commenting and reposting stuff and trying to like make themselves known out whatever field they're trying to go into. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, there's also just your professional brand in general. But how do you grow yourself, your own network? So that's from like, have you heard of informational interviewing before? No. But informational interviewing is kind of like the opposite. So it's you trying to go in and talk and meet people that are the people that would be hiring you. And not necessarily to try and get a job or an internship or, you know, an application to grad school out of them, but just to like hear and find out more about the industry that they're in. So I've done it before with people that in my field, because obviously I don't really know what I want to do right now, but... You know, as a pre-med student, you might want to go talk to a doctor in, like, a specific field that you want to go to. And so a lot of times you either have to use your network that you have now, and that's definitely a great way to start networking, is finding out who are your connections just through family and friends, too, or other professors, and getting them to introduce you to these people that might be in the field you're interested in. Or just, I've done it before, where you literally just cold email someone Mm -hmm. that you find, like, on LinkedIn, or if it's, like, I found a company that I really liked, um like their social profiles and wanted to interview this one person. So I literally found this person's email and just sent them a cold email. And a lot of times when you're like, I just want to learn more about your industry and how you got to where mm-hmm. you are, nine times out of 10, they're going to want to help you. Yeah. And if, and if they say, bat, the worst thing they can do is say no. Mm-hmm. But even if they do, they're probably going to give you some form of advice in an email yes. as well. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of flattering to have reached that mm-hmm. point in your career to have someone want to reach out to you, which I think will sort of help your case in, in code emailing. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And going back to like LinkedIn and then if you are going to use a Twitter, if that's kind of, I know that's more like communications field right. style, but is using that LinkedIn to like connect with that person and follow up with mm-hmm. them in the future. So seeing what they're posting, posting yourself and trying to just make yourself known out there. And because when people see your name more, then they know that you're active instead of you kind of like falling off the face of the earth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think too, with that, like kind of what we're talking about, Matt, it's really important to be genuine and like have an, a legitimate, genuine interest and make it appear that you have a genuine interest. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that like for me, college has always been about doing things that I'm genuinely interested in. Um, and I know that for you, it's it's been the same thing, way that yeah. things that you, you enjoy. But I know a lot of people, it's not like that. They're in their majors or they're in this or they're in that um, field because um, it's what their parents want and so they think will make them money. Um, so that, I mean, I don't really have any advice for, for people like that, but I feel like if you have a genuine interest in what you want to do and you have a genuine interest in um, uh, pursuing, pursuing, for example, like me, medicine, um, or I guess like you, like all the journalism stuff that you do, like if you, as long as you seem to have a genuine interest, it's super valuable and it'll get you further anywhere than I would say. Mm-hmm. Like it's important to be professional, but... I've found in my experience that it's better to be genuine than professional. Yeah. Wouldn't you say that? Yeah, for yeah. sure. I think, yeah, you have to you have to have, like, a story to tell. And also, obviously, with your major, you went down a path where you're going pre-med. But for a lot of people, your major isn't, you know, necessarily, like, your story or what's going to mm-hmm. define you. Because you can go into other fields, whatever your major may oh, be. But I think, too, like I was saying, your major doesn't have to be what you're going to go into. Using internships and experiences, extracurriculars, to go into, like, build yourself up, build your personal brand. Oh, absolutely. At the end of the day, like, we're, we're mentioning LinkedIn and Twitter and stuff, but those are where you're showing what your experiences are. Exactly. So, like, PR is such a broad field, 
especially like the journalism school in general, you can go in with a journalism degree and people are like, we can go do like write for a newspaper. But if you have like a writing background, you can really go into anything in the communications field mm-hmm. itself, even to the marketing. With a PR degree, you can go into the marketing field as well. So it really just depends on what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. But using your experiences to grow your brand and grow what you're going to do, what you like, what employer is going to see on your resume, or for you, like, what is med what are med schools going to see on your application that make you stand, stand out from out. the rest of the people? Yeah, specifically I- if you're going to like a certain program. As well, probably, oh, yeah. right? Well, I think it's interesting because, and I mean, I'm sure this is the same for everything, but in, in, as far as med school goes, there's like a very, like, everyone's always talking about doing the norm. Always. Mm-hmm. Which, in my mind, and I, I think probably for someone more creative like you, um, it doesn't make sense to do the norm because then you're the exact same as everyone else. Yeah. So it's like things like this, like the podcast, or working in the Student Success Center as a peer consultant are things that I am super freaking passionate about and I absolutely love, but that not everyone's done. Whereas lab work, yes, I've done it. Clinical experience, I don't have a lot of clinical experience, um, but in my mind, that's not something that's going to, and, and any pre-med kid listening to this podcast will freak out and be like, wow, you need this, this, and this. How are they supposed to know? Like, mm-hmm. don't treat, like, research, clinical experience, volunteering, don't treat it as a checklist. Treat it as, I want to, I would like to explore this. I would like to explore that. And then here's the things that I'm going to do to make myself stand out. I yeah. think that's super important. Um, even with things to, as far as, like, majors, like, public health is pretty standard as far as um, meds, med stuff goes, but... Like, I have an English minor. That's very uncommon. My public health advisor was like, this never happens. Like, why are you want to do English? Well, because I love it, and it makes you stand out. So I think there's, like, a balance of finding things yeah. that aren't just checking off a list and then also um, things that you actually enjoy and can be able to talk about in a, an experience that they look at your application and go, oh, well, that's, like, really different. Tell me why you did that. Like, I guarantee they're going to ask you about the podcast and the medical school interviews because they're going to be like, no one, no one has ever applied to the podcast. So, like, explain to me why it's important. Explain to me how that shaped your college years, you know? Yeah, find, in finding your niche exactly, well, I think is really important. Because you can, you know, finding what, what are you interested in and what do you want to go into. Mm-hmm. But like I was saying, using your mate, your major doesn't define you. Our, oh, absolutely not. Our uh, favorite person here, Brendan, who the goat. is our goat. He, Brendan, do you want to talk about, like, you're going into podcasting. I mean, yeah. you do everything for our podcast and all the other podcasts here. But what's your major? I'm I mean, an obviously English does major um, with a minor in PR and advertising. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I've always liked to write, but I've changed my major a whole bunch of times. So uh, that's what why do, I'm an English yeah. major. What do most people in the podcasting field, what are their majors? Usually journalism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, or like broadcasts, you know, mm-hmm. or something like within journalism, like yeah. audio engineering stuff like that. Oh mm-hmm. well, that's a major. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Honestly, <laughs> probably not here. <laughs> probably not but like, here. Yeah. Yeah, but you're going into podcasting, and you've been on our show before about your internships and podcasting, and obviously you're doing that. Yeah, and so. the idea that podcasting like is so so new, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. I'm sure there'll be some podcasting like minors or majors like in the future because it's such a medium that's just growing every single day um Mm. but right now it's just like so young Mm. you know what i mean yeah so it's very like i guess it's it's very niche yeah right yeah Yeah. but i think yeah you're a great example of like not letting your i guess not following the status quo especially like what you were talking about with med school yeah it's important to stand out yeah but obviously, being at a big school like this, there's so many paths that you can take with mm-hmm. your major and your minor. But I feel like a lot of people go into 
fields down the road and find a career path with that's like completely not their major at all. Oh, absolutely. Like I know yeah. one of my friend's parents is in HR and I remember telling him telling me he was like nine out of ten of the people that you meet in HR are not HR majors. Mm-hmm. They just happen to end up in this field somehow. Yeah. And completely off track. So I feel like a lot of people that do go into certain fields, obviously pre meds a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of fields out there is just kind of like what what are your experiences that you've learned? Because everything I feel like is on the job learning. Oh yeah. Versus well, in the classroom. And I think South Carolina's done a really good job at pushing that with like the beyond the classroom oh, matters absolutely. things. If you haven't heard of that, it's something that a lot all the incoming freshmen have to do, but it's finding experiences beyond the classroom that are going to help you down the road in your career path. Yeah, even my dad, he he uh, was an electrical engineering major at Clemson, but now he does, like, not supply chain management per se, but some sort of, like, businessy upper-level, like, management thing. But, you know, thinking, oh, he's an electrical engineer, like, that's completely different sort of spectrums. Mm-hmm. It's It's two opposite sides, but it's something that, you can sort of progress and find your way in, as you said, with your experiences and your personality yeah. and the way that you set yourself apart from everyone and and how, like, my dad's always told me and my sisters, like, you can be, and I guess my little brother, but you can be really smart in any field, but if you don't set yourself apart and if you don't have the people skills and the personality skills, then it won't matter how smart you are if you can't ever communicate it across or get it across to those individuals or stand mm-hmm. out enough to make someone notice it about you. Yeah, so just finding, like, what... What is your brand going to be? Mm-hmm. And, like, letting people know what So important. Yeah. Even if you don't actively think about it. Like, even today, when Matt was like, we're doing personal branding, as he can testify, I was like, well, I don't know anything about it. But as I've been thinking about it, like, yeah, we all have a personal brand. It may not be something that you have on an Instagram or have anywhere, like, that you can there, see. But, but, I mean, you're right. I have a personal brand in the Success Center. And you have one as well. Like, that's just, uh-huh. that's how it works. And that's the point of having, like, a LinkedIn account. Mm-hmm a resume out there on the Twitter and connecting with people and mm-hmm. networking with people because getting your brand out there so that you can get your foot in the door wherever mm-hmm. you want to go in life. So interesting. Yeah. But any any final thoughts? I don't really... I don't really yeah. Know. And I know today we talked a lot about like extracurriculars as helping define yourself. Oh, absolutely. But you can definitely get over-involved with your extracurriculars, oh. which is going to be... We have some really great guests coming on... Next week. Next week. So look out for that episode on how you can... Not if you are over involved, how you can fix that and how you can de stress a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. This podcast is part of the Garnet Media Group Podcast Network. Garnet Media Group is a partnership between the student run media outlets at the University of South Carolina. Find out more about Garnet Media Group's podcast and other student work on garnetmedia.org.